testimony and so many things that, you know, that we can share with one another. There's, there's ministries, there's books, there's music, there's, there's uh, messages, um, just, just so many different things. And I'm so glad that, you know, there's a platform here where we can unite, come together, and it's about kingdom building. You know, we, we have so many things um, that we go through in life, and everybody's always, you know, just trying to self-promote. But when we can come together and basically, you know, promote our brothers and our sisters, don't you know when you put the spotlight on somebody else and, and they get what they're supposed to get, they done moved out the way and now you got next. So I'm just so grateful and thankful, you know, for the woman of God coming on and just uh, agreeing to be our special guest on tonight. This platform, I want you to know, is a safe platform where we can be real. We got to be transparent. You know, it's time that we learn that is we got to grow in our walk with God. There's never a level that we can think that we done got so mighty that we can't grow anymore. So there is a mission for everyone that is on this line tonight and for those who will even listen to the playback. But there's a mission that we've got to empower, we've got to network, we've got to encourage, we've got to uplift, stand in the gap, you know, and just restore, allow for God to use us so that we can help someone else get up out of their, you know, flesh, get up out of their mess, get up out of their depression, get up out of the pit. I'm telling you, there is a reason why there's a purpose on the inside of each and every one of us, right? Our purpose is connected. Whatever God has given us, it is so that someone else can be connected to our purpose. Our purpose is not meant for just us. Our purpose is meant so that we can minister and be a blessing to someone else. So I am thankful on tonight, people of God. Let me tell you about this woman of God. First of all, I love her. She's my special guest on tonight. She's anointed. She's appointed. She's powerful. And I am just so excited to even say the fact that I know her personally. Amen. It's not just somebody that I've seen on social media or on the airways and, you know, all that. She is who she is. There is no facade about her. She's the real deal. And I honor, I respect this amazing woman. She's a wife. She's a minister of the gospel. She's the founder of CEO, and it's the, uh, let me get this out, the name of her business and her ministry that God has given her is She is Powerful, I-N-C, Inc. So she's an advocate, and she coaches women, and she coaches girls. And without further ado, I'm going to allow for Reverend Hope Sutton just to come on and jump in. Amen. Hey, woman of God. Hey. Evening. Thank you so very much, Pastor Prophet Paula. I love you so much. Thank you for opening up your ministry to women like myself and so many others. Amen. God put on your heart to bless the people whom he has that you with. And so great evening to everyone. I am elated to be here as a daughter of the Most High God. And so tonight, I just want you all to know, be free. This is safe space, amen. And however the Spirit of the Lord leads you, come on to participate. Let God be God in your life, amen. Mm-hmm. Amen and mo, amen. So I hope y'all in the room. If y'all not in the room, you miss you gonna miss something, you know. So if you're not in the room, we hope that you get it back in the room and listen to the replay. 
So there's a whole bunch of things that I'm going to be shooting um, in the air to your woman of God. And, you know, it was so ironic, the fact that we could not come up with what we said. We're just going to flow in the spirit of things. Amen. We're just going to be free and just flow. Amen. When we allow the Holy Spirit to come in, you know, the Holy Spirit will have the direction of how the Holy Spirit needs to flow. So I, I do want to um, uh, ask you, how did you step out and decide to plant She is Powerful? Oh, wow. So first of all, it was not my desire. It wasn't my design. And um, it was really just a prophetic whisper that turned into what it is right now. And um, I tell people that I was working at an organization in Metro Atlanta area, and they catered to women and children. And I did not know this place existed. And that time, God says, call these people. At that very moment, they were looking to hire someone for their company. And I talked to the director, we set up an appointment, went in interview, received the position, and um, the Spirit of the Lord began to work wonders there for me. And it was one day um, while I was there, he gave me those words, three little words, she is powerful. And because the Mm. woman there was so broken in spirit, broken in heart, had poor relationship with family, some had mental health issues and the like, no father is around, you understand, Uh, he said Mm -hmm. to me in so right over the door of your office, she is powerful. And he said, every woman who comes there, I want you to speak a word of encouragement to her. I want you to speak a word of life to her. And um, mm. this was at a time I had not fully given God that whole yes, right? And so uh, I just took God at his word, and I, I was just uh, open to the spirit of God working in and through me. And, and that really is the genesis of how that got started. It started in a place of brokenness. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So I know um, you, you guys, you, you just have to understand the dynamic of this ministry that she's talking about and just the fact that out of something broke, first of all, God is a mender, amen, he's a healer, mm-hmm. and out of the brokenness, she, she's saying that something powerful came from that. So right now for anybody that might be on the call tonight and you are in a place of brokenness, um, woman, like I, I want you just to minister to someone right now who may be at a state of brokenness and may have lost focus of the vision that God has given them. Absolutely, and this is for men and women of God. You know, sometimes people get clouded. You know, that's just a women's ministry. Listen, greater is he that's in she. Amen. God showed me that he said inside S-H-E is he, and I'm in you, and I'm in this. And it's so for whomever has ears to hear. And so if you're feeling like you're in that place of brokenness, listen, as the prophet has said, God is a mender. He's a healer, and he draws near to those who are broken in spirit. And I want everybody who's listening or those on live or wherever you are tonight, just begin to say affirming words over yourself that God wants me healed. I am whole. I can have, amen, the full and the abundant life. I think that's so important because so often we, we walk around masquerading as if all is well, and we are 
just completely broken. We're bleeding. We're seeping. It's like somebody, you understand, who is an alcoholic. They say a functioning alcoholic. But you smell the alcohol. It's so strong. The, the symptoms are so heavy that you can smell it out of his or her pores. And sometimes our brokenness is like that. Well, we're walking around. We're thinking we're functional Christians, but other people who are sensitive can smell that sense oh, of brokenness. Wow, yes. It goes beyond what we're trying to hide. And so I just feel God is, is here tonight, and I had a great expectation that he would meet us here tonight. And if you are broken in spirit, listen, God, he is ready to receive you. If you are broken, you're overwhelmed, you're, you're just feeling some kind of way flooded with emotion, you're in the perfect place for our God to pick you up draw you close to him, and then begin to speak life into you. And so I'm praying that whatever your area of brokenness is, right, that you would submit fully to God because he is the one who can heal. And when we don't fully submit to his will, his authority, his power, his lordship, then we will try to medicate. We will try yeah. to compensate for those areas of brokenness. We will become overachievers. We will try to people please. We will try to, you know, hide behind perfection. And and mm-hmm. and those things mm-hmm. won't work. They won't work. Mm. And you know yeah. what you you said you said something right there, and and I, I stand on that. You know, for the simple fact that we've got, you know, the church. And we have, you know, a lot of um, fake facade things that are happening in the church where you may find, first of all, let me get this out there. Mm-hmm. We are never to forsake the assembly of God. Never are we supposed to always look at the man, amen? We're talking about the fact that the assembly is necessary so that the people of God can be equipped, so that they can be united because there's power when we come together in the spirit realm and we unite our faith with one another. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, there are many people who come into the church and they allow for church folk to disrupt their spirit mission. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you have something that you can um, share with the people in reference to that, since I am talking to a pastor's wife and she is uh, part of the pastoring uh, staff of her of her church, but there, what can we do as as leaders, um, laymen um, in the church, where we can be able to minister to those people who are hurting? How can we be real with them? How can we stop pointing the finger and looking for perfection when people are coming to the church to be received? Yeah, so I think one one of the areas that last year God was sharing with me that would be for 2018 was to have a ministry of transparency, right? So in order Mm -hmm. for me to communicate the love of God, I have to share how God brought me through whatever my thing is, right? So mm-hmm. having the spirit of and that vulnerability as a leader to be transparent with your people, discerning, you understand, where he wants you to share and how much he wants you to share because you you have to flow in the, in the way of the Holy Spirit. And so as leaders, if we are transparent, if we can say, look, 
seriously how God has brought me from place A to B to C to D to E to where I am right now, then you will see the hand of God not only working in my life, but you see the potential for God to be working in your own life. And I think so many times if we as leaders are not careful, we, we won't necessarily point people back to God who is the That's real author and finisher of our faith. And so what happens oftentimes is that that some leaders really want people to make them their idols. Right? Ooh, come on so now. We, we can't afford in this hour for people who are broken, who are wounded, who have hurts, who have rejection, to now come into a, an environment where we're not lifting Christ, but we're lifting the leader. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just not. That that's just not beneficial. <laughs> because Absolutely not. It, that's it. You hit it. Leaders are human, and so if 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 Bianca says, you know, I'm coming into this place of worship because I'm broken, I'm hurt, I need a deliverance, I need healing for my body, and my soul, and whatever, I need a blessing on my business, and and she comes in this environment, right? Um, if I don't tell her, even as we pray, your deliverance may not be immediate. If I don't tell her there's a process that goes along with this pain, if I don't begin to really tell her that it's not the power that I possess necessarily, but it's the power of God working in me that's causing things that, to manifest. And I think we have to be mm-hmm. honest as leaders. We have to be transparent as leaders. We have to be willing to be more like Jesus. And when I say that, I mean yeah. we have to be willing to sit right there as people come and begin to say, I see this as, as, as something that's on you, but that's not the definition of who you are. Like when Jesus yeah. was sitting there waiting for that woman to bring her water pot in the heat of the day, he knew everything about her. Oftentimes when people come into our, in the congregation that God permits us to serve in, he gives us what wisdom on them. He will give us discernment. He will give us spiritual insight on them sometimes. And, and mm-hmm. so we will know something about them by the spirit. But it's not our job necessarily to to just bring them out or cause them out, right, just so that we can be seen or that we can say we have this gift. No. It's so that they can be what pointed back to Jesus. And I think when people come in and they're hurt, we we just don't have that luxury as leaders um, to esteem ourselves. We have to point people back to Jesus, and we do that by what the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Ooh, amen, amen, and mo, amen. I mean, that is 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 so real. Everything that you, you know, you spoke on tonight is, you know, unfortunately there are a lot of leaders who don't want to hear it. But I'm 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 here to tell and to st- stand in agreement with you. I believe wholeheartedly what you said tonight in reference to this. You know, God wants nothing more but that His people be set free, and He does mm-hmm. use vessels in the earth to allow for, you know, some of his works to be done. Amen. He, he needs vessels mm-hmm. in the earth to Absolutely. allow his work to be done. Um, but, again, like you said, somehow it may get twisted because we have leaders who are, you know, haughty or whatever could be bad teaching, bad whatever it is, some people feel that they are to worship their pastors or whoever is in leadership over them. No, you're supposed to honor, you know, the man or the woman of God that God has 
place, yes, placed in your life, amen, but you were to only worship the creator, Jesus mm-hmm. the Christ, right, who laid his life yeah. down, you know, and died for us. So I absolutely stand in agreement with you on tonight. And we, it does, it has to be, you know, understood. And, and it's, it's necessary for all of us on the line that, you know, as we are um, showing our walk as disciples, you know, it's, it's not so much about even saying Christian, but are you being a disciple of Christ? You know, and are no, you, you living good. and you, come on, that's the word, right? I mean, being a no, disciple. That's good. That's, good. that's being, great. Being yeah. a disciple and, and showing people the way, showing them how by the way that you walk and the way that you live. Because we can preach a whole lot, but your preaching may not be the way that you truly live in. And so that's sure. what we have to be able to exemplify so that it lines up. Thank you so much for that. I, I just wanted, as you said that, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Let's backtrack just a little bit because we, that's something <laughs> right there that we got to talk about. You know, we had to talk about that. But thank you. So I do want to jump in and talk about um, something that is very dear to you and something that you are an advocate um, for. And that is, which is it's a, it's a serious situation, but the fact that you stand strongly on ending violence against women and girls. And I would like for you to share with us why has this been so much a part of your mission to yeah, end the violence so, against women and girls? Yeah, I mean, you know, part of this uh, divine setup, you know, is about this level of transparency, right? And so for me it has been um, something that God I, – I went through situation. I mean, we just put it all on the table. Right? So I always tell okay. people nobody can tell Hope's story better than Hope can tell her own story, right? So Come part on. of it is because, you know, once you go through mess, right, God gives you strength and he gives a way of escape, and then part of that experience becomes a part of your own mission, right, part of your cause, reason for being. And so for me, when I was working at the um, – at the organization for women and girls and uh, women and children, I'll say it that way because it wasn't just girls, boys there too, um, one of the things that happened was that I was seeing a lot of women who were coming there because they were in rough situations. They had put their heart on the line and, and had gotten stumped on it, and they had, you know, been evicted out of places and they had no legal stance, right? They, they were in relationships where, you know, because of the financial abuse, they, they were not permitted to work. They were not, you know, able to, you know, keep their own paychecks, you know. So it was a lot of that that was happening in addition to the stress of it that, that was causing some mental anguish, right? So God began to show me that he was going to uncover those layers in my own life. And, and part of this uh, project that I'm working on with another lady, I can't give it all the way on here tonight, but I'm working with her talking about what does that mean um, for women who are called of God but have these, um, she call them shame stories, right? But I'm like, ain't no shame in it. You just learn from it and move on. But I understand, you know, the intention and purpose of what she's trying to get, right? So a lot of times, you know, I always encourage people that your places of brokenness really can become the places where God begins to build you up so that you, you, you become a mouthpiece for those people who have not yet come through. You, does that make sense? So oh, if, yeah. if I've come through it, 
then I have something to say about it, and I have a work to do in it. So I'm never absent from empowering women because that's, that's part of my spiritual DNA. I can't necessarily just divorce myself from my past because that has helped transform the work that God has put me here in the earth to do. So are there any projects? This girl is just so deep. <laughs> it's just, it's just my life. It, you know it, what it, I mean? It's just my life. And I, I was sharing with somebody, you know, in, in times past that, when, when I began to just sit down, when God sat me down, I just tell it like that. He sat me down, and he began to show me, um, like we were saying before about being transparent, how his hand has been on my life, right, since I was mm-hmm. a little girl. I can when I was five years old, and I was telling my husband mm-hmm. and some other people, like, I know I'm just born to be a teacher. And, and God gave me favor even in kindergarten. And, and he gave me favor in first grade. Do you know what I mean? And teachers mm-hmm. gravitated to me. And so he was putting me in that arena around strong, educated, powerful women. And then he brought me to a place of other women who didn't have what I had, but they had more than what I had. They had that mother wit. They had experience, and they had stories. And so he was always lining me up, and he sent me to a women's college, and I was supposed to go to the school in Alabama. And, and this man was an angel. When the Bible says you don't even know you entertaining angels oh, unaware, come on I now. know yes. that was my angel because, that day, I didn't even know this man from nobody. He ended up on Real. the street where we lived, and he saw the brochures on the table. You know, back in the day, your mama got them coffee tables. And so um, it was sitting there. And, and he looked at it, and he said, who's going to that college? And my mom, she was like, well, I'm thinking about, you know, having my daughter go there. He said, you do not want to send her to that school. He said, you don't. You do not want to send her to that school. And so it was between that school and the women's college. And I don't know why my mom and I just believed this man, but we did. And we believed he was our angel that sent me um, away from a decision that I could have made to definitively decide where I was to go. And I went to a women's college. And so I'm saying this to the listeners tonight that when you are set down by God and he can show you, Mm -hmm that my hand has been on your life the entire time you've been here, and that every place you've gone, good, bad, indifferent, it doesn't matter, it is so that when you get, like the prodigal son, when you come to yourself, you will realize that I've had a divine setup for you, and it's good. And And it's good. And it's good. And it's (laughs) settled. Yeah, it's good and it's settled. When, yes. when God when God has the last say so about something, it is settled. Amen. We got to learn that when he, he closes the door to something, it's done. It's mm-hmm. settled. Like he said on the settled. cross, it is finished. Come on now. Yes. 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 It is. <laughs> Girl. We excited, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you just, I'm telling you, because sometimes, you know, it, it, it takes you know, uniting with somebody else when you are, your spirit is, you know, first of all, so many of us, we, we attach ourselves to so many things that keep us down in our spirit. You know, mm-hmm. we got to understand that our flesh and our spirit are constantly at war with one another. Amen? Yeah, and so yeah. while, while we entertaining a whole bunch of fleshly things, how much more do you think is going to be difficult for you to tap into the spirit realm? So we got mm-hmm. to learn how to discipline 
you know, ourselves so that our, our spirit man can rise up, you know, rise up, up out of the situations that we may find ourselves in. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we're never supposed to feel a certain kind of way because that would be crazy. We're mm-hmm. human, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. we do have bouts of, you know, sadness. We do have bouts of, you know, depression. We do have bouts of, you know, hopelessness at times. But there comes a point in time when you've got to talk yourself up out of it, Remember God's mm-hmm. promise about what he has said over you, what yes. he has said in his word. Amen. And we got, like you said earlier today, I believe wholeheartedly about the declaration of the tongue. When you begin to mm-hmm. say things out of your mouth and you begin to say that thing out in the atmosphere, my God, things have to line up. When it lines up and you saying things according to the word of God, God knows all he hears in the atmosphere is his word going forth. And it came from his son or his daughter. So you've got to begin to declare declare things over your life and, and believe that it is so so that you can get up out of that situation. Hallelujah, girl. Absolutely, absolutely. You have to tell your mind what to think, right? The scripture tells us, you know, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ. He's like, you, you have to take ownership of your mind if you really want to live that full and the abundant life that Jesus has already prepared for us. And I think too many times, you know, I, let me tell you something, God is amazing. Earlier today, I was like, Lord, what are we going to talk about, God? You know, you just open your mouth. What to do, right? And so he said to me, you know, Lenten season, and this is so appropriate for what you were just commenting on, during this Lenten season, a lot of people, they, they talk about what they're going to give up, you know. And so sometimes on a base level, it's like, I'm giving up chocolate, I'm giving up this, I'm giving up that. But he was like, I want you to help somebody tonight to give up being on the cross. Mm. And I said, oh. Okay. And he said, he brought me back, he said, I want you to remember uh, a prophetic word I I permitted you to utter like over a year ago. And he said, there are too many people who say, Lord, Lord, who call upon my name, yet and still, right, they they want to stay on the cross. And I have (laughs) given them life and life more abundantly. And and so when they make God right, that they're going to nurse over this heart and they're just going to stay in that valley of despair, listen, I need for you to shake them tonight and tell them, no, that's, the name that's too Jesus. low for you. It's too low for you to stay on the cross when, as you said already, it is finished. We're in the finished works of Jesus Christ. So right now yes. it's really incumbent upon us, and I feel God right here, that each one of in us has of to make Jesus. a decision. We have to make a decision tonight that, listen, the low place is not my dwelling place. And sometimes the low place, the depression, the sadness, the isolation, the hopelessness, those feelings that we get, that's a tent place. But too many of us have made it a dwelling place, meaning that rather than you just letting yourself dwell there for a moment, you have now began to make brick out of straw and you have built a home there. And God is saying that's not it. That's not it. That's when not, you refuse to come off yes. the cross, your position is not on the cross. Now, you may have mm. a cross, but your position is not on the cross. And that's totally Thank different because each one of us has a cross to bear in this lifetime. We all going to have something that we go through to draw us closer to God. That's not what we're talking about. But what I'm saying is there are some people who love to talk about their brokenness to the point that people have heard it so much. It's oh like, you, ain't, you you haven't come out yet? 
but you love a God. Broken record. You haven't come out yet, but you in worship 24-7. You have not come out yet. Why? Because you yes. love hanging on the cross. Come on now. You love it. There is something about a crowd and, and people just lamenting with you. It's something, mm-hmm. right? Because like they say, some attention is better than no attention, right? My so I, I just feel God tonight. If you're that person and there's no judgment, it's just an open invitation that God said, listen, my son has already done that. He's not persecuting us back on the cross. His son has finished that work. And so tonight it is finished, and we just need to receive finished. that by faith that it is finished. These light afflictions that we're going through, listen, God is strong enough to carry you through it. I had to tell my husband, pray for me for strength tonight. But I'm not staying on that cross. If I stay on the cross, I won't get on the call. Come on now. And if you stay on the, if you stay on the cross and there's your purpose tries to die right there on the cross, the purpose is still alive. Yes. Your purpose cannot come into fruition while you keep laying yourself on the cross. Mm-mm. My it's, God, it's, it's my God. It's just right there because you're out of order. You're not in right alignment. That's, that's not mm. your purpose in life. And so mm. while we're talking about this, I just sense God said there are some people who are going to be released because God is not going to let you forget this word. You've got to come off of that cross. That's not your time. I'm telling you, while I'm sitting here with chills, I'm sh- I, I, come on, people. I know the audience here. I know. Come on now. I, if I could run and jump up, up through here, you know what I'm saying? I'm connected to some wires and stuff, so therefore I can't run the way I want to run up in here. I'm telling you, there is freedom that is available to God's people tonight. There's freedom. You know, you don't have to be in a strong-held situation anymore. You might have been in that position, but that's not your position. That's not what God has called you to. No matter what you're going through on tonight, like the woman of God said, you may have had a situation and you were on the cross, but it is not our position to stay there. Amen? God did the finished work, and now you're supposed to to live your life abundantly while you yes. are still breathing. My Come God, on. let me say this. Jesus. Woo. Okay, first of all, let me calm down. <laughs> Y'all better be in the room. Come on in the room. Listen, at the end of our call tonight, we got, we got a few more minutes, but at the end of this call tonight, I want you uh, listeners to know that we're going to open up the phone lines, amen? So if there are any prayer requests, if there's any comments, if there's any questions, we will make it available for you to be able to ask these things or, or, or mm-hmm. make your comments. And, and, you know, this is a platform that is, is open um, for that, but we are absolutely not open for debate. This is not a, a, a place for debate. So if you dislike something that is happening or being said on tonight, please just remove yourself politely from our call on tonight. Amen? Let's just go ahead and throw that out there. We're not playing with folks on tonight. Amen? We are free, honey. Come on. Yes, yes. We have already invited the Holy Spirit to have 
his way because this is his ministry and all we're doing is being the vessels that God has, you know, placed together tonight so that we can all come together and empower one another so that we can get to the next dimension of what God has. Yes, there is a real enemy who has a real mission to still kill and destroy everything about you, does not want to see you succeed, does not want to see you live, does not want to see you walk your purpose or your destiny me out. My God. No, 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 no. But we're standing in agreement. Yes. (laughs) So how many can we put to flight tonight with just the fact that man, you on the call? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Come on now. And I know we got some listeners, so I don't know how much we done tripled that. So all is well. (laughs) We're not worried about the media airwaves. It's already protected by the blood. The grace and the mercy has already gone before us, and we are uniting right now in the spirit. Amen. So that God can minister and heal you on tonight. And guess what? You can take that, what you have learned and God has taken you up out of this situation, you can help somebody else on tonight. It might be a phone call that you need to make. It might be a text you need to touch base with somebody about. But there is a reason that we are all on this call so that we can make something happen in the earth. It's time to shake the kingdom of God up. Yes, yes. Now that's reminded me something that my (laughs) – go ahead, woman of God. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's it's time to light the kingdom up. I just was thinking about uh, New Year's <laughs> Eve service that my husband in the year it was about lighting the kingdom. It's time to be lit. Amen. It's time for the people of God to be lit on fire, be more radical like never before. You know, it's, we do all this complacency and being so strategic, you know, about all different things and how, you know, how we worship. And how, No, it's just time to be free. Take the Let's religious clothes off. Let's, Let's be, be free, free indeed. indeed. Take your religious, <laughs> take your religious wardrobe off, and be free in the spirit of God. Amen. Amen. Okay. I want to give a shout out to all of these listeners on Facebook Live tonight. Yeah. A lot of parents, ministers. My husband is on here. So my coaching. Woohoo! Here. So praise God. Thank y'all for my church. Praise on here God. Tonight. So praise, praise, praise God. Hallelujah. We are excited. Thank you all for joining. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm not playing. When I say I'm up here with some chill bumps, for real, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so good. <laughs> Girl, and I have my chamomile, my, cam, my cup of chamomile tonight. So I'm real good, okay? <laughs> God is amazing. Woo. Pastor, can I yes. ask you a question tonight? What, what Ma'am, do you see? For for the people of God right now, I know you said let us get like on fire for the kingdom of God. How can people do that, right? Um, as they are wrestling with trying to figure out, how can people figure out their purpose in life? How can they make a definitive decision that they're going to choose, right, the purpose that God has for them over and above everything and everybody else? Because you know what I found now, out? Now, y'all take that. Let, 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 me just say, let me just say this. This is funny uh, because that was the question I was about to ask. Who then became the interviewee? Well, well we don't come our way. We're going to answer it. We're going to work together, girl. We're going to work together. Well, you yeah, know what? Okay. What I want to say first is as, as long as you have – breath in your lungs, right, from young to old, 
that means your purpose has not died. So do not allow for it to die. First of all, we are created to worship God. So when we put things in proper perspective by getting our, our spirit right, you know, feeding our spirit with the things of God and, and worshiping, God will begin to deposit and begin to deposit, you know, knowledge and wisdom, and he'll begin to show you what you're really passionate about, you know, and when you begin to realize, oh, well, I'm really compassionate about, you know, um, say, for instance, um, uh, uh, women and domestic violence, you know, or or sex trafficking, or, you know, preaching the word of God, or, you know, interceding, you will begin to do some of these things naturally just because you're, you're compassionate and passionate about those things. And the more that you continue to worship God, I, I truly believe, then that's when he'll just begin to allow for certain doors to begin to open. And guess what? It ain't got to be no major door to no church building, to no conference hall. It could be simple doors such as people on your job. Use the platform that God has given you. So many times people think that real ministry, the happening ministry, is every time you get an invitation to go preach somewhere or you standing behind a podium, that ain't real, that ain't real, real ministry. Okay, I'm throwing that out there. It's ministry, but it ain't real ministry. Your real ministry not, is what you do on total. a daily basis. Yes, yes. It's not the sum total, and I think that's good wisdom for those who might be coming in or even those who are, who've been in ministry a long time because so much – so so many times, you know, pastors, they can get inundated, right, with the, the, the nuances of ministry and as well as with, you know, just carrying that mantle. And sometimes we forget right. that there were times when Jesus was preaching, there were times he was teaching, there were sometimes he was engaging with other people, sometimes he was, you know, fleeing from those who wanted to really kill him, right? So I think it's important that we realize and recognize that even if you are called, right, to lead, a group of people as a pastor, for example, that, that's a Herculean task. It's monumental. It's major. However, I always ask people to be open to hear what God is saying now because sometimes as pastors and leaders, we can get stuck in doing something mm-hmm. and saying it all the time because we got comfortable with it or because we have perfected our talent in it. And I heard a preacher That's say that good. sometimes talent can become dangerous because then you don't think you need to prepare as much or you don't feel like you, you have to, you know, really invest time with God anymore because you perfect it in that particular area. But it's, it's wisdom tonight that Pastor Paul is sharing that, that we've got to realize that, that real ministry is really touching people. Real ministry is really speaking to the hearts of people, just like Jesus did. And and sometimes we just have to know that I'm called to this, and 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 that I'm equipped for this, and that because of who I am in Christ, right? He has the power to shape me to be who I need to be at this particular time, meaning that sometimes the old paradigm will not work for the nowness of God, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely, because, it, you know, again, like you said, so many times, and that's the, that's the one thing that can, you know, especially when you're, you know, walking in prophetic, and if you all don't know by now, this woman of God moves in the prophetic, amen? It's, you cannot deny that. She is a prophetic woman of God, and I, and I thank God for her on tonight. Um, but one of the things that we have to remember is that, the, you know, the, the, 
ritual of certain things being done repeatedly the same way gets old, just like anything else, amen? It's just like, say, for instance, you take your route to work, you know, if you keep going the same way, you're going to get there, but it gets kind of boring, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. well, there's so much more to see, so much, you know, oh, I didn't ever know there was grass over here. I'm going to go this direction. Oh, I never knew these trees were over here. You begin to mm-hmm. see that there is another dimension of how you're looking at things, you know. So we've got to be open to be able to be uh, not so you know, set on the format of how church needs to operate, but we just got to be filled with the spirit of God. And sometimes in church, we may all need, all, all we may need is just the worship and some praying, and that's all God wanted to do that day. And you got to be all right with that. You, gotta you know what I'm right saying? <laughs> you you got to be we all right that, with that. Right, yeah. <laughs> and we have, and you submit, right? Because I think what you said earlier, Pastor, was that, this is God's work. We're just his workmen in, in the earth. We're, we're the ones Amen. who, we're not talking about just pastors, no. We said whomever you are on this call, that God is choosing you to be a worker in his great work. And so, you know, I always tell people, you know, hear what God said, right, because he said take your son and go up and then you're going to sacrifice him. But then hear what God is saying, like put your knife down, don't kill him. Right? So a lot of right. times God tells us to do a certain thing for a certain moment in time, but that is not the end-all, be-all, right? Because if you don't, if you're not open to hear what he said and obey, right, you're, you, you, you're mm-hmm. going to miss it anyway. But you're if you're it. obeying him and then still listening to him, you understand that God has the power to change his mind. He has the power to change the plan. And we have to be flexible enough to say, okay, I, I'm not going to kill my son because God says, no, mm-hmm. look over there. There's a ram in the bush. But sometimes we get so textbook. We get so like, no, God said, and when God speaks, he said, but what is God saying right now in the present moment, yeah. right? And so yes. we always have to keep the up rhema. with God. The rhema, we yes. We have to keep up with him and what he is saying presently. And I know that shakes the paradigm of some people, right? And it causes some people to be frustrated. I mean, part of Jesus' ministry was, I am dismantling, you know, certain parts of this. I mean, he didn't destroy all of you. But what he's saying is, I've come to give you a more excellent way. He didn't come to tell the disciples, listen, don't be fishermen anymore. He says, no, I'm going to use your skills, but I'm going to teach you now how to be fishers of men. That's when you oh, Jesus man. is a paradigm Different of, I don't mm-hmm. the baby out with the bathwater, but I can teach you a more excellent way to do what I need you to do. And I think we all as disciples need to be able to hear God and move in that timing of God and the momentum of God. Because, see, there's another thing, Pastor, if I can just say this for right quick. Many of us will miss it because we don't honor timing of God, right? We miss things because we don't honor the timing of God. So a lot of times we can say, um, that's I know good. That's good. Uh, yeah, this is good. Oh, go Come on now. This is good. No, I, this right? is good. Come on now. But you, we, we have to know now, like, and, and it's perfect because we just entered into daylight saving time, right? It's perfect. Because time has literally changed. And wow. so many times we are called still trying to 
have lament over losing an hour's sleep when the whole world has changed, right? No, nobody really can give that much consideration to the one hour you supposedly lost, right, because he's giving you more daytime right. or he's pushed you up into another realm of time. And so a lot of times we miss it. We miss it because we don't honor the timing of God. And so God is saying to somebody tonight, right, that this is no accident that you're here. He's saying that he has moved time on your behalf. So if God has ushered a new signal of timing, but you want to stay delayed and you want to complain and you want to be frustrated because something happened that's bigger than you that you have control over, you're going to miss God because he's already moved. He's already moved. He's already gone. And so the thing is, we're trying to play catch up with God. And if he leaves yeah. us, even if you seem like you're losing something, you're always going to gain with him. And I just feel like there's some people, like you probably saying, God, how, am I, how do I keep missing it? I know I'm gifted. I know I'm talented. I know I'm anointed. I know this, blah, blah, blah. But you're missing it because of the timing of God. Like you just won't get in the rhythm of God. And so many times I see it all the time. I've experienced it in my life, so I'm not even trying to be judgmental. I've experienced myself when God said, Hope, I need you to move on this. And then I got to go, and I'm thinking about, well, what about this and what about that? And, and God gave me revelation. How is not your business? Why is not your concern? Mm-hmm. Just mm. go because I told you to go. And when we do that, guess what? There, there's a tribe of people who have been waiting on our arrival because our obedience to his timing is also predicated on somebody intersecting with us, right, because of what God has in store for them. So mm. if Pastor Paula decided, well, it's daylight savings time. I don't want to do this tonight. People probably tired. Guess what? Her delay in honoring God's timing for her to show up would have caused me not to be in my assignment, which would cause these people who are on the call and on the Facebook not to get the revelation that they need. So we always need to be in the time, the perfect timing of God, because everything that he does in us is always intersecting what, what he's doing for somebody else. Yes. My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. We bless your name, Father God. We just thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The timing of God. The timing of God. The timing of God. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's amazing. His timing is perfect. His timing is perfect, and it's intentional. Absolutely. I mean, from Genesis onward, everything about God, God is the ultimate strategist. He knew exactly what he needed to have come forth, when it needed to come forth. He was able to create everything and then create humanity. Why? Because I already entered into a finished work, even before Jesus came. This shows us the finished work that God already did, and then he made man, and then he breathed in him. So everything is about God's perfect timing. Oh, yeah. I am the Lord, and I know what I am doing. That's scripture. And so if he is the Lord, he knows what he's doing. And if we love that word of Jeremiah 29, then we've got to know like, when the goal is on us, we've just got to go. 
And sometimes we, we're just in that woe place. We're lamenting so long. I just hear God right there. Somebody on here, you're lamenting too long on what was mm. and who was and how things used to be. And God says, if you just pivot and come into my rest, I can make all things new for you. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I, I think this might be the per- perfect time to to open up yes. the airways. Yes. Amen. Um, yes. Wow. People of God, this is the time. Any prayer requests, any questions, any comments that you would like to make? I'm telling you, as 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 the Spirit of God has, is, is is moving, this is an opportunity for you to step into the timing of God um, and 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 just. Be open, honest, and transparent, star six. If you have a question, amen, a prayer request, this is the time, star six. Amen. Uh, Pastor Sandra, there are no notes. You can listen to the uh, replay of this broadcast. Um, You can also call in if you have a question and just hit um, star six, and um, I'll be glad to, to reflect on whatever it is that, that you uh, might bring up in the spirit. Amen? So thank you for being here, my sister. Star six. Come on, don't sit silent on us. You have a voice. (laughs) You have a voice. Amen? Use the authority and the power that's on the inside of you. Star six. Yes. Or you can type it in on social. It's fine. But we want you to call in. Um, Pastor Paula, can you give them that number again, please? The number is, well, no, that's not the number. Hold on, you all. <coughs> give me just a minute. Um, 701-801-9726. Okay, thank you. Mhm. Alrighty. Know that your voice is important. Hallelujah. Our listeners, we want to commune with you. We want to hear what you have to say on tonight. So while we have an opportunity to be able to dialogue, um, please star six. Mhm. And while we're waiting for someone to to um, join in, I want to ask you, um, well, I wanted to ask you about your book, Hope is Here, um, that, and then I also wanted you to talk to the listeners about um, your next gathering. Okay, so I'll start. Um, so I did this... Um, Oh, hold on, we have a question, but okay. Um, so, yeah, Hope is Here is a small work that I did, right, that talks about finding light and love um, through the valley and shadow of grief and loss, right, because, you know, in my lifetime I've had um, several family members who have just successively died, as many of you might have had. And so I just shared a little bit of my heart uh, in that work, finding light and love, you know, in the valley of, of grief and loss, 
And um, it talks about some experiences I had, you know, my father passing, my grandmother, um, two of my cousins, and some other things like that. And so just really, um, it's, it's a, you know, just a little help book, that's what I'll call it tonight, um, that if you had some losses in your life, how do you come out of the shadows of grief and loss to really come back into living life whole and complete? Um, our event that we have coming up will be um, a ministry. Well, don't wait. Hold on. I don't want you to gloss over that. Now, how can oh, oh, the oh, listeners? Oh, oh. No, no, no. I mean, I, I, that's the, there are so many people who are hurting because it's hard for them to live past the death of someone or the loss of someone. Yeah. But how can they get a hold of this book? How can they get a hold of it? So you can go to Amazon.com. You can type in my name, Hope Sutton, and you'll see it there. It has a purple cover um, with flowers on it, and you'll see it bold. Hope is here. So it's Hope Sutton, S-U-T-T-O-N, and um, I would appreciate all your support in that work. And um, eventually I have some friends of mine who are uh, licensed professional counselors, and um, they are in that area, and also those who are chaplains. And so later on in 2018, we're going to have a, a, a conversation about grief and loss, and um, they're going to be a part of that later on in 2018. So I'll make sure I share that information with you, Pastor Paula. Um, so our event, okay, so then we want to, we really want to uh, have people in the body of Christ become real disciples and real producers for the glory of God, right? So some of the people in here, you know, I've coached them before, and so they understand, like, when God gives me something, I'm, I'm more than just a right, for the sake of being a coach. But I really pray every person that God sends me. And um, when God shows me things for people, right, we work through the process. And the process, like they say, alcoholics and works if you work it, right? So one of the things that we want to do is bring people to the table so that you can ask questions on how you can be effective in ministry. Because one of the things that I'm certain of, that, like most of us on here tonight, if God has drawn you here, you don't need another word. Like you really don't because Girl, so much work. <laughs> and what you really need, right, is maybe not even another conference, but you need an encounter, right? So you need somebody, some people who are really going to help you really unearth what's in you, right? So we're going to have this ministry conference, and it's going to be open. But we're going to talk about things such as where is my midwife? Because so many of us are pregnant with the things of God, but we, we don't have the right people to help us push that stuff forward. So we're going to have a, a, a panel talking about that, where's my, where's my uh, midwife. And then we're going to talk about the power of mentorship. One of the things that I know that I love about God and God's word is that throughout the scriptures he shows us models of mentorship because no one can do anything all by him or herself. That's a fallacy, right? So even Jesus had 12 disciples. Even Barak asked for Deborah. Even Elijah and Elisha were together. So there's a power in mentorship right? And, and we're never too old for it and we're never too young for it. So we're going to talk about things like that. And then we're going to have, like, opportunities for people to really talk about, listen, this is my stuck place. How do I get unstuck? How do I do what I do better than anybody else based upon the blueprint God has given to me? Because I think that's important. And so many times we are trying to imitate everybody else's stuff. And you can have stuff that's similar, but it's not the same. And, and so we're mm-hmm. trying to help people with your authentic voice. What God has told you to do, do that and do it alone. You know, I have a, a young lady that I follow on social media. Well, her whole ministry is she's a minister, but it comes out of her place of pain. It comes from her place mm. of 
I was a porn star. Look, I was in this sex trade where I was out here in these streets wow. like that, right? But now mm-hmm. she's taking that. She's written a book. She had a play. She's doing auditions, right? And we're not fast friends, but I'm just saying, if this can happen, right, to anybody, it can happen to you. You can be on a trajectory to live in a full and abundant life, but you have to have courage. And you're going to have to come out of these mundane circles of people, right, who are trying to convince you, as you talked about earlier, are not moving forward. Because it's, it's, it's about breaking the rules. How about that? It's yeah. about breaking how the rules. How about that? How yeah. about that? Sometimes it's, yeah. it's, sometimes it's just simple. It's just simple. It's just simple. We try to make it. Yeah, we try to make it so complicated. Sometimes it's just so simple, but we want to overcomplicate everything, and that's why we don't move sometimes with the timing because we're overcomplicating, overanalyzing everything. And with the timing of God, you got to just sometimes when you are staying in that place, not you can't just stay in the place. So let me let me correct that because a lot of people will be like, well, how how long are you supposed to stay in your prayer closet? No, this, this, you know all this kind of stuff, but. It's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So that way when, when things come up against us, right, we're already in a position because we are actively in a, in a position of, of having a relationship with God. We're not suddenly trying to call on him in times of need, but because we're actually having this relationship with God, you know, he's going to uh, afford us the opportunity to be advanced in a lot of different things. When it's his timing, he begins to drop the – as a matter of fact, I just saw a, a question. and You'll need to hit that one. Some, someone asked, can you expound on the timing of God? And are you saying we are missing God's time because we still – are living in the past. That's good. That's good. Absolutely. I think yes. I think I think yes, right? I think yes. We can miss God because we are still living in the past. past. And again, I think we've said before that, you know, hear what God said, but know what God is saying. And if God has um we talked I think we touched on this earlier, if God has shut a door, for example, yet you're still banging on that door, and yet you're still praying for God, right, to be God in your life, and you're praying for God for this and the other, and God says, but I shut a door that no man can open right now because I need you to pivot and do this and the other, but you're still looking back. It's like if you're in a car and you are driving down the highway, yet you keep looking in your rearview mirror, you're going to have a, a course collision. You're going to wreck because you're not focused on what's ahead. And I think that so many times, you know, there, there is a place for honoring the past. Like what means these stones? When he said, you know, put these stones out here so when the children ask, you can tell them, this is how the Lord brought us through. However, you realize that God brought them through. So help us to get over this into the land of place of promise. And when we stay too far in the past, then guess what? We're missing. We're missing opportunities. And you can talk to me, uh, too, about this, Pastor, because I think there's a scripture that talks about, you know, when you keep talking about good old days, right, (laughs) as if if God is not able to do something supernatural now and in the future. And so I think it's incumbent upon all of us to realize that, you know, there's Kairos and Kronos timing. Oh, my gosh, yes, yes, you know. Yes. 
yeah. I mean, the appointed time, like you you mentioned, I mean, that that chronos time is 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 very necessary, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we stay focused in our past, your past. I mean, it's just come. It's almost at that point when we're looking at it in that way. It's we are looking back at what happened one hour ago. Can we change the dimension of what happened one hour ago? There's no way that we can, you know, do that. There's no possible way that we can do that. So that mm-hmm. someone asked about the timing, you know, if you're still living in the past, absolutely, because you will miss what's ahead if you're in the past. So we've got yeah. to stay looking forward, you know, and not overcomplicate what God is doing. You don't have time to, to, to hold on to the past. What we have to do is be delivered from whatever it is, that meaning let God set you free so that you can be whole, so that the pain, you know, doesn't, you know, um, hinder you from moving forward in what God has for us. So that is the thing that we have got to get. The fact is, you know, we're not saying that, you know, you're never supposed to, um, you know, um, uh, hurt. We mentioned that earlier. We're never supposed to, you know, we're human. We, when, we, when we bleed, we bleed. You know, when we, when we cry, we cry real tears. So we're not saying that we're supposed to not be human because we are disciples of Christ, you know, but we're saying is that we've got to be strengthened, you know, through the process and know that, you know, if it wasn't for God, we would not have been able to get through that. It wasn't by our own might. It wasn't by our own anything, but it was by the, 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 the mercy and the grace of God that got us through whatever that was that we got through. And if you got through and you're still holding on, then you're not all the way set free. And you, you need to ask God, you know, listen, this thing in me, I don't want it anymore, God. This, whatever this unforgiveness, whatever, you know, this thing that's keeping me from, from being able to, to forgive, a lot of people say, well, if, if I forgive, then that means that I'm supposed to forget what happened. No, it just means you, you have to remember if they was in their right mind, which is in Christ Jesus, if they were in their right mind, they would not have did what they did to you. Mm-hmm. If they were in their right mind, yes. you know, and were yes. they put on an assignment from the enemy to distract you from tapping into who you really are. There's a season of, you know, a lot of different things that are happening. There's a season when there, there will be, you know, some things to try to distract you, to distract us, you know, and that's mm-hmm. why you have to stay focused. Got to stay, you know, in, in a point where you're, you've got your listening ears on and listening for God to give you direction you know, give you give you the wisdom, give you the knowledge mm-hmm. that you need mm-hmm. so that you can be free and be whole. Amen. Woman God, anything you want to say? Um, I'll just add to this thing because I just hear the Spirit of the Lord saying too about um her question, are you saying we're missing um God's timing because we are still in the past? And and one thing too about the past is that it, it can be seductive, right? Um mm-hmm. meaning that if had past success, <laughs> you you can uh, also miss God's timing because, you know, in, in, in the carnal way, you're so uh, positioned by a past success and you stay in that place for so long that even in success sometimes 
um, we can miss God's timing because that was then, and God may want to enlarge and expand, um, but sometimes we just stay stuck on that that one dispensational time of godly success and, and live in that, those past glory moments. You know, like they used to say, uh, Pastor Paula, like those one-hit wonders, and mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they really don't have anything else going on, but the song was so popular that that just keeps them going. But then people wonder, like, have they done anything else, right, <laughs> since then? Right. Um, Right. How great the popularity. And so I think sometimes, too, the past can have a, a, a property of being seductive because that is that time where we met the Lord and that time where we felt as if we were being producers, you know, like John 15 talks to us about. But I think, too, we have to be mindful that, you know, again, aligning with the Scripture, Jesus could not just sell in the fact, like, you know, I healed this woman and I healed this man's daughter and I spoke a word and she got, you know, like, you got to keep moving, and and Man. he couldn't just keep moving in the past of you know I put some spittle and mud on this man's eyes and now you know you see, no you got to keep moving and I think that's just my closing remark tonight is that hear what God said and know what God is saying and be mindful that even with past success, don't permit the past to be so seductive, um and and believe that that's all God has for us right? Believe that the the opportunities are endless in God, and even if he gave you levels of success, know that he's so wise, he's so capable to expand you, right? To enlarge you and to increase you in his timing, that you don't have to have any kind of fear that if I had it once, I may not get it again. And so Mm -hmm. become like a reverse uh, fear, um, and not produce anything else because you had a certain level of success. And so that would be my cautionary, you know, reminder by where the Holy Spirit that we can still miss God's timing if we're not careful, right, to to Absolutely. thank God for the past, but always be open to, to the expansion that God has available for us. So thank you Amen. for this opportunity. Amen, amen. In all things, give thanks. In all things, give thanks. My God, thank you, woman of God. I'm excited. Woo, this was wonderful. (laughs) Y'all better listen to the replay. (laughs) Go back and listen to some nuggets. Next time, so now you can go back and you can get your pen, you can get your paper, and you can start strategizing, writing those notes. And as you begin to write those notes and be you know, discipline and, and, and listening back to the calls, I bet you God will start dropping stuff in your spirit that you mm-hmm. didn't even catch on this call. That's yeah. how our God works. Just yeah. when you just are receptive and open to the Holy Spirit, guiding and leading you, you go back, even if you, you know, you're at church on Sunday or whatever day, Wednesday, Thursday during the week or whatever, when you go back and listen, you know, uh, to those scriptures again, what you may have heard, in the service, God, first of all, God will start dropping some knowledge and wisdom you didn't even hear come out the, the preacher's mouth. So mm-hmm. just be open to the Holy Spirit give you the revelation, you know, of what he is speaking to you, you know, and then you go back and look at it again. You know, God is constantly, you know, speaking to us. We just got to listen. 
Hallelujah. We just gotta listen and be and be open. You know, he is he is his station that never is turned off. It's our station that <laughs> it's our station that gets a little, you know, yeah, a little hazy. <laughs> But I thank you so much, Reverend Hope Sutton, tonight for being available and just being open just to flow however God needed you to flow. It was amazing. I enjoyed it. And half the time I thought I was going to need to go get a blanket because I had all these chills everywhere. But, you know, <laughs> praise God. You know, now I'm, on, I'm hot. I've got the fire all over me. So I, I'm, I'm so thankful for you, and I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. For those who are not connected to the woman of God, um, Hope Sutton on social media, is there any other platform on social media that they can find you um, if it's not on Facebook? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. Your website. And, 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 she mm-hmm. is powerful. Our website is She is Powerful. So those are easy, easy ways you can connect to us. You can send me an email at sheispowerful2 at gmail.com. My system will get all the information to me. You can inbox me on Messenger. I mean, it is all divine. But mostly you can find me at sheispowerful on Instagram and sheispowerful incorporated here on Facebook or right here on Hope Sutton. So I thank all of you for listening, those of you uh, new people who really don't know me like that. Some people from my high school are here, pastors, friends. Woohoo! All, all right. Here, so we appreciate all y'all. Yeah, amen. We thank y'all for coming in the room on tonight. They yes, said they so came in the room God. tonight. They came in the room tonight. And I pray for the brothers who showed up as well. So thank you, thank Pastor you, Paula. Man of God. God gets all the glory for tonight. So we praise God he for that. He absolutely does. And please join us every second Monday of each month where, you know, God will be orchestrating it and, and there will be special guests that will, you know, uh, share their ministries, their testimonies, um, their businesses, you know, whatever it is, um, you know, whoever it is that God, you know, brings forth. I'm excited. You need to stay tuned. There are local listings of things that we have going on locally if you are in the Atlanta surrounding area as well. Um, for those who would like to connect, you can connect to Kingdom Sisters Empowerment Network. Um, on social media, or you can also go to PaulaEubanks.com for anything that we may have going on. We do have a ladies' gathering that it's not a conference. It is just a time of dialogue, worship, and fellowship, and that's going to be on Friday, March the 23rd at 730, Heat Ministries. Uh, 2078 Fairburn Road in Douglasville. So come on out, put your jeans on, and just let your hair out, you know, uh, put your wig on, whatever you got to do. You know, just come (laughs) and be comfortable, and we're just going to get down to some dialogue and just, you know, just have a good time and be be open and transparent. Um, Thank you so much. I love you, girl. Thank you for being available again. I truly, truly honor, I respect you, you know, for who you are, um, and I, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored to know you. And so I love you, and uh, God bless you in, in every endeavor and everything that, you know, God has placed before you, every assignment, every God-ordained assignment. I know that you will complete it, you know, to its completion the way that God has for you and with the spirit of excellence. I know that there is mighty works 
um, that you have not even began to tap into. So I thank God for even the prophetic moving um, even greatly um, in you where there will be even more deliverance taking place in your gatherings, you know, that God will just use you in another format like never before, you know, even in your church. So we thank God for what he is doing in your ministry where he is opening up the hearts of people so that they can be set free like never before. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And may the blessings of the Lord be upon you and your husband, you know, as you as you walk this journey together in ministry and in life as as husband and wife. So I, I love you and I thank you on tonight. God bless everyone. I thank you for joining us on tonight. Woman of God, if you would give us about a minute and pray us on out of the call. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, we come before your matchless presence, God, just thanking you and giving you all glory, honor, and praise for what you have called forth on tonight. God, we thank you for your kingdom daughter tonight, Pastor Paula, God, that you would just increase her in every area of her life, God, that you would give her everything that is needful so that she can execute the plan, the purpose that you have set for her life. God, bless her husband as they go forth in ministry, in marriage, as parents, as spouses, as mentors, as leaders and teachers. God, send forth the help that is needful, God, yes, so that God. they can and do greater exploits for the kingdom of God. And we pray blessings upon every listener, God, every yes, person. God, in the name of Jesus. Near God, we pray that during this time of consecration and Lenten and expecting great things, God, that we will come off the cross, know that we are living in a finished work, God, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthen us, yes, God. God. So we pray tonight that as we close this call, God, that we are reminded that whom the Son, Jesus Christ, sets free is free indeed. Free and so, indeed. God, we can yes, found Lord. our authority to walk into our wholeness, to walk into our new identity, to walk forth, God, in great power and authority, that tonight, God, we stir up that which is already in us, God, so that yes, we can God. finish strong in this season, God, because we are someone's answered prayer in the earth realm. So we thank you. We glorify you in the name of Jesus, God. May our latter days be greater than our past. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And I double dare y'all to be on the line and stand in agreement with us tonight. Amen. Let the church say amen. I love you. Love you, baby. All right. Good night. Good night.